place. I'm out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, hard to say, overload Ain't no parking space, on the road Yeah, I'm out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, say your breath, I'm too cold Yeah, devil hate me, wanna take my soul Yeah, I am just a source of what you stole I'm about to knock it out the park Yeah, centerfold yeah, hard to say, yeah, overload uh, What they want is they won't leave me long Yeah, told them don't let me get in my song Yo, 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 yo What's good, what's happening We back, brand new episode of Timeless Vibes Podcast Been a long time coming, but you know, it be that way sometimes But this your favorite YouTuber media host out here, Chris J Got trust i mean not down shit i used to fucking with go on day trail first it'd be that way but Chaz vibe Chaz vibe on the mic what's up repping uh in the purple uh in the purple rain in the per- purple rain. Room, man vibe set. rest in peace low key the funny thing is i've been listening to a lot of prints all week like purple really? rain kept playing on my shuffle uh yeah 1999 that 80s playlist that i had got a a final apple music it uh it has some prints on that obviously yeah it's crazy i was just listening to that so yeah i was like damn man so but yeah so we here we got a lot to talk about with you guys a lot of music has dropped since the last time we record so we have a lot of music this is why we do this podcast to talk a lot of things to talk about, about really. music and a lot of things musically we got the return like literally j cole has dropped a project Kyle has dropped nikki's uh looking like she's about to be dropping something really big and then re-release something uh that meant a lot to a lot of people and when i was in high school so i'm just throw that out there just not gonna throw my age out there fuck y'all um my man uh, <laughs> hey hey um and then just just a lot a lot musically has been going down man a lot so um i think my let's start off with the i think the last time we recorded um we did lose a couple more rap legends um my man's from uh shit i forgot his name bro shock g shock g died since the last time we record r.i.p to him and i feel like Mm -hmm. another rapper you know what my dad told me? I did not know that Shock G and Humpty were, two, were the same person. Bro, you didn't know that? Nope. <laughs> I didn't know Shock G and Humpty were the same person. Did, did, didn't Humpty have like one or two songs? Or did please him to me? He had a whole bunch of songs, man. Yeah, he had stupid. a bunch. It's just, you know, Humpty was the nigga with the, you know, the, the nose. With the nose, know? yeah. But yeah. I did not know Humpty and Shock G were the same person. Yeah, Shock G was the, the, the serious persona, you know. The one who put the satin on your panties. Mm. So R. G. Um, who else recently? It was another artist or rapper. I feel like who just recently died as well. But if it'll come back to me, but R. I. P. To the many artists that we have lost. Um, so let's get the sad news out the way first. But let's go ahead and get to what we've been listening to. We are going to talk about Khaled, J. Cole. Uh, the Nicki, Wayne, and Drake song separately. 
so we'll get to those later you know so but what we've been listening to uh just to get this out the way because the Migos did drop some new drop the new single uh what's that shit was i sent it to you i don't know if you listened to it yet but um they yeah, dropped a new single it. really good song gives me like that old Migos feel but more mature i would say so what was the name yeah. of that damn song um like I said, we, we try to give accurate information here on this podcast. Uh, straightening. So, decent song. Long-ass song. It's funny because I'm like, damn, man, this is a long song. But this is how the Migos used to legit. Songs used to be going. All three of them be on the verse and a long-ass hook. But, um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It's a really good song. Offset got clean the fuck off. Still showing he's the best Migo rapper. Um, Takeoff had a decent verse. And Quavo killed the hook. So, that was a decent track. Um, mm-hmm. Then, we have... What else have I been listening to? A lot, a lot of R&B. But, at the same time, when you are visiting a woman's house, you're going to get those type of vibes. Um, Wiz Khalifa was also on the playlist. A lot of, a lot of Wiz lately. Uh, old Wiz. Orange Juice. I mean, uh... Cushion orange juice. Cushion orange juice is always on rotation, man. I love that. I love that's one of my top five favorite mixtapes of all time. Pure vibes when it comes to that. Pure. Uh, Doughboy has been one of my favorite. I don't. One of my favorite new artists that don't get enough. Don't get talked about enough. Cleveland little. He's a Cleveland uh, street rapper. Really fucking cold with the shit. He got songs with Future. He got songs with Keith. Fire. Mm-hmm. So um. So yeah. So that Isaiah Rashad has a song with Duke Deuce called "Lay Lay With You." Really good song. Duke Deuce got the clean off. I am top Duke Deuce uh, fan out here in Chicago. Probably the only one. But I rocks with that nigga. <laughs> That's my man's. Uh, Chief Keith yeah. got a new song called "On Gang" with uh Tato and Ball Out. Uh. The fact that Tato and Ball Out is better than all most of them OTF six hundred niggas is funny as hell. But a they have they had more time <laughs> yeah, to put up as rappers because I remember when they sucked. Um, when you guys listen to this, do not fucking kill me. Um, <laughs> hey, you gotta watch what you say, man. You got bad history. <laughs> I have bad history, but I'm just speaking my mind and with no ill intent. But yeah, so that's and of course, like I just let my shuffle do its thing, man. Sometimes, so like, um. But yeah, that's it for what I've been really listening to. And of course you. A lot of you pause, but I've been listening to a lot of your music too. Yeah, I'm constantly recording and like it's a bunch of leaks. Uh right away is still available on all streaming platforms on the Chaz Vibe, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, YouTube, YouTube Red, Pandora, all that. It's everywhere. Um but I got a whole bunch of leaks and a lot of stuff I've been recording, and I'm literally turning into a different. I'm evolving into the artist that you know I've always kind of wanted to be, um, and it's dope. It sounds completely different from the album that's scheduled to release September 9th. Uh, but it's crazy. It's like two different people, but like it's a lot of dope music coming. Other than that, um, I've been listening to. I recently went back and listened to the Miss Education of Lauren Hill because I love that album. Fuck that um, 
No, I'm just playing. Huh? <laughs> no, I said fuck that out, but no, I'm just playing. There's a lot of people with anti Lauren Hill, but the miseducation of Lauren Hill. It's one of my it's one of my favorite albums, not even gonna lie. Because growing up, that was an album that intimidated me to the point where yo, I gotta get my penmanship and my wordplay on point because mm-hmm. Lauren Hill was crazy. Um even though she ain't write most of it, but well, penmanship when I was in high school, my freshman year of high school specifically is when I really listened to that album, like for real, for real, for the first time. Yeah. And it just helped me in a lot of areas, like my delivery, my wordplay, my cadence, my flow and all that. Um, Cause all that really comes into play. It's not just writing. Um, what else did I listen to? I went back and played St. Lucia by Future like 50 times. <laughs> like back Saint to Lucia back. Lucia doesn't get enough. And credit, I'm trying dude. to think. I'm Saint like, Lucia does not get enough credit. I'm trying to think like, what is Future's coldest song? Like, what is his best song to me? And ah, uh, Saint Lucia is like the first one that pops up. But then, Purple Rain is my favorite project by Future, and Salute was my jam on Purple Rain. But I like the original version of Salute better. I'm glad they re-released it. But the OG version of Salute went so hard. Um, but then hallucinating on Hendrix. Hendrix was so freaking crazy. Hendrix is... Hendrix, what the heck? Hendrix is um, a beautiful project. I cannot choose a favorite song by Future. I will say that topic for another day. Um, what else did I listen to? Uh, freaking Annie Up by... Um, uh, by uh, M.O.B. Yeah. M-O-P. Yeah. That song gets me so freaking hype. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure a lot of people got their ass beat to that song in the '90s. Wait, when did Anna yes. come out? Hold on, me... I, I'm pretty sure it came out like mid late '90s. It's... Any of it's probably one of the hardest songs in hip hop history. Yes. And then with the ver- then you got Buster Rhymes, <sighs> like. And Busta Rhymes around that time was like nope. nobody to be messed. I mean, he still ain't nobody to be messed with. Ninety six, yeah, ninety six. Ninety six, damn, that's when my little brother was born. Um, well, it was not. He was born ninety eight. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Andy Up is such a hard ass song though. Like that song is too hard. Like what the hell? Um, I went back and listened to a lot of N.W.A. because me and somebody, uh, a friend, was talking about how. Uh, old heads was criticizing drill rap, Hold and on. no, it came out in two thousand. Take that back. Any up came in, came out two thousand. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Apple Music had the wrong. Two thousands was a very interesting time because it was like the threshold from like the nineties to the thousands. But yeah, what was I saying? Oh yeah, these old heads was criticizing drill rap and. I was listening to NWA and a lot of gangster rap, and I was like, "Yo," because I was I, my my point I was making was history repeats itself, mm-hmm. and drill rap is literally what what nineties um, gangster rap was. Yep, literally the exact same thing. It's just as disrespectful. Um, you got people who are actually living these lives, doing this stuff, like they getting famous off these songs and going right back to jail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like. Like it's real and it's like it's crazy how people's opinions of music always takes what somebody say with a grain of salt because people are just gonna talk about the side of their neck. 
because we was talking about both. We was talking about the uh, younger generation that don't respect uh, the previous um, artists before the generation. Um, because DC had asked me, who was my favorite artist of all time? My favorite rapper of all time. And I was like, dang, of all time. I had to really sit there and think about it. And I honestly would say, without a doubt, it's Kanye West. My favorite rapper of all time, my favorite artist of all time would be Kanye West. And I was like, I could go back and say somebody from like the previous era, because as a rapper, I'm a student of the game. I went back and I listened to everybody from Big Daddy Kane to um, who did the song, The Slick Rick, and uh, what's the name? What's uh, what's the name? Um, why don't he did the song Slick Rick? The show? Oh, uh, Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh. I don't know why I can't think of his name. Dougie Fresh, KRS One, uh, Eric B, Rock Him, everybody. Listen to everybody, and I pick and I pick everything from everybody. I learned, studied, maybe the artist I am today. But in my generation, growing up. I grew up with kind. I grew up. I got into music around graduation. I got into Kanye West around graduation. No, well, because I was like in elementary school and graduation came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up with this dude, and he really influenced me on more levels than any other artist has. And I was like, honestly, my favorite rapper of all time, my favorite artist of all time, would be Kanye West, no doubt. And um, but yeah, I went off on a tangent, but we were just talking about how younger generations don't respect who came before them, older generations don't respect who came after them. And it was like, yo, history repeats itself. Music is going to continue to grow and change. And you just got to love music. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, I went off on a long tangent. But yeah, that's what I've been listening to. <laughs> yeah, I feel you respect it. So yeah, so yeah that's so. what we've been listening to lately. Um, Let's go ahead and talk about some of these major albums that have dropped recently um matter of fact now let's just go ahead and uh do what we love talk about what we really want to talk about and that is we got new nikki drake yeah. and wayne um seems like they all on good terms primarily nikki and drake uh nikki uh, went on ig live um last night and she i also saw that she went live on ig again at some point today um the bitch really is showing her age because she really don't know how to use Instagram live. It was funny <laughs> as hell. It was funny as hell because I saw, I was like, Nikki's live? I'm like, that means she's about to drop some music or something. So I went on, check it out. And uh, when I got to the live, she was trying to add Drake. So I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So I'm like, oh, they about to drop a song. Because it's like, you ain't like. Nikki's Drake on Instagram live? What? What's going Ex- on? Exactly. And the only way he's gonna get on live if it's it has to be a very select few of people, Nikki being one of them, Wayne and even then, I only think Wayne even used social media, so that's just track Wayne out of that. It'd be for Nikki, maybe Jay Z, maybe, and whoever the hottest IG comedian is, because you know Drake likes rocking with IG comedians, so yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so that's the only way he gonna get Drake to pop up. Um, but yeah, so she was trying to get Drake on us. So I'm like, oh shit, okay. She already announced uh, that she was dropping "Beam Me Up, Scotty" on uh, streaming platforms, which was I'm like huge because that 
that is the mixtape that put her on the map and adding a few right. songs to it. She said, uh, then she was just, she, Drake finally got on. She said, yo, why'd you, uh, when you send me that track, we out the bam. I'm like, oh, so, so I don't know whether the track she was talking about was the song that dropped, but, um, sound like they, it might be some more shit that they got on the way. Hopefully on Drake's album, please. Um, let's go. But yeah, but, uh, on the re-release of Beat Me Up Scotty, they, she added like multiple, uh, I don't say multiple, a few new songs on there. One of them being the new Drake, Nicki Wayne song, Seeing Green, Fire Track. Um, they were rapping, rapping on there. Rapping, they was rapping, rapping they ass off, bro. And, man. And all I'm going to say is like, look, t- Wayne is only going to rap for a few select people. Them Griselda niggas at this point. Eminem, for some goofy reason. He'll <laughs> rap for Kendrick. And he'll rap for Drake and Nicki. Depending on the track. He'll rap for them. Anybody any other else, time, it's really like... Any other time, and Jay-Z, it's like, he'll rap for Jay-Z too. Any other time, it just comes out. You know what I'm saying? Because that song with Lil Pump, he, 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 uh, he, he, he delivered some classic bars on there. Like, for real. Uh, it was another song. What song was it? I gotta find it. Ah, oh, he got the hell off. Oh, I think I know. I'm gonna look for it. But uh, continue. But yeah, so like Wayne only rap is gonna rap rap for like specific people. So when I saw this, I was like, okay, we don't know what we're really gonna get. But and it was funny because I was just thinking, I'm like, one of the biggest crimes is we probably won't ever get a prime Wayne. Drake collaboration tape because <laughs> I was thinking about it early in the week because I was think I was listening to uh Believe Me and I was like this is a huge crime that we never got a collab tape but um yeah, yeah. but yeah Wayne was rapping his ass off good Wayne bars um Nikki look man I'm always critical of Nikki <laughs> I have been I want to say always I've been critical of Nikki the past few several years solely because i'm like i don't think she's motivated no more and especially because i'm like look you got enough female rappers in the game currently who i'm like who are trying to take your spot but like this verses like this show like a this is why we this is why she is the best female rapper mainstream yeah. whatever Regardless, like yeah, we could sit there and say, of course we got, um, what's goddamn? I met her name just slipped out my back of my head. Um, fuck, it'll come back to me. But uh, Shorty just won the Grammy. Um, nominated for the Grammy. Oh, there you go. It was uh, Miss Education. His verse on Miss Education with Cow- with Cowboy Ooh. got smooth off. Cowboy song. Uh, Cowboy had a song for Miseducation with Lil Wayne on it. Lil Wayne got clean off. I'm talking. Come on now. That's easy for Wayne. Shoot, like. <laughs> but yeah, though, I, I I get what you're saying. Like he really gonna rap, rap, get serious. You know what I'm saying? But but like, bro, that was the Trinity. That was the Holy Trinity, bro. That was a trifecta. Like that was so nostalgic. 
listening to them three on the song together i was listening to that i was smiling the whole time but i was like bro this is like that brought me back to like 2010 2011 that's not when she dropped that project but just back into like the golden age of like when wayne drake and nikki was just going crazy yeah bro that was so crazy but i'm like yo this is the coldest song of the year it's it's what five months into the year i don't care it's the coldest song of the year, bro. Yeah, it's definitely one of the coldest songs. But, like, hearing Nicki rap, it just really solidified. I'm like, she is one of the best women rapper. She is the best women rapper out here. Only per- Give us a video for that, please. Please. That we need, be we need a video for that joint. Please. But, yeah, like, Nicki's it's just she. she's the, one of the coldest to ever do. Is the coldest woman rapper to do. I know people probably listen to be like, oh, my God, what about Rhapsody? Rhapsody's cold, but it's like sometimes it just Nikki has that energy. She like got that Rhapsody, range. Yeah, it's the range. There we go. It's the range. Like Rhapsody gonna give me bars and lyrics. I ain't I gonna ever cap on Rhapsody's lyrical miracle abilities. But with Nikki in her bag, like she she I always I, said that like like you know when Nikki was getting a lot of hate. Because, you know, she was just doing some other stuff and it was like, you know, people quick to say, oh, Mars fault. They like you made a good point when we was talking about people was quick to take the crown from Drake just to do it. You know what I'm saying? People are quick to say, Oh, you fell off. This person fell off. This person like nobody really fell off. Mm-hmm. Like, as you can see, when they really want to like, you gotta understand, they are like they're past the prime of their career where they just enjoying the success. And they're just enjoying just what they built. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everybody else is having a turn. So and when they really want to, they can really flip that switch and still give us classic bars. You know what I'm saying? As if they still trying to prove themselves in the industry, which yeah. they don't really have to. And I think my thing is, it's just with Nikki. This is my main thing with Nikki was, it was like she gave us the first album, really good album. But then after that, it was like she went immediately said, fuck it, let me get the pop back. And it was like... I can't get mad at that, and I can't, bro, like I said, I can't like... get mad at it. I can't. But it's like, <laughs> damn, it, like we could have like got so much more in terms of... she. It could have been so much more she could have brought to the table. But it's just also known, we know you can wrap your ass off. But it's also sometimes mm-hmm. there's a lot of mid-ass bars, b- mid-ass verses in between as well. That's that's just my thing afterwards. But like I said, I can't be mad at her. But it's just verses like this just show like, hey, she still got it. Uh, Drake's verse, this, this nigga is a very disrespectful son of a bitch. And I love it. <laughs> Drake is da- Drake wordplay is dangerous, bro. And how he and how he just do it so effortlessly, bro. It's just like, man, like it's so sharp. Like, what the heck? It's just hold on. What's the one line, G? He had a couple of lines. I'm like, G, somebody shoot a, this nigga. He has, the, bro. He had bars in there, bro. Hold on, let me pull up Drake's verse, man. Hold on, man, because like th- this nigga's verse. Somebody, need- I'm telling y'all, I'll be like. I'll argue that Drake is one of the worst people to get into beef with in the in the game, bro. Because really he's is. so petty. He's very like, petty. And you have to be a very weak. petty nigga back to really stop a petty nigga. Drake is real petty. He he's with the smoke, bro. 
he he going for the juggler G. He gonna make you look stupid. <laughs> hold on. So my man said, hold on. I'm trying to find it. Wish you can play the damn song. Oh, here we go. Fuck with me, you niggas can't trouble me from the double tree. Step your sweets up. I got Oliver to set the beats up. I need Drake to stop making niggas feel bad where they decide to stay in hotels at, G. Stop. <laughs> he already said you niggas broke for going to Sheridan. He said something else about another hotel that is a very prominent franchise. Let us chill at the nice hotels peacefully. Bro. We're not like G. He talks about some motels like they the goddamn motel on 95th and uh, Ashland, G. If you know what we're talking is. about, you know what we're talking about. Like, so him there is though, because I don't know who the hell he was talking about in the songs, bro. But like, you gotta cover your tracks if you into it with this nigga, <laughs> like because he gonna put your business out there, bro. Like, gee, in the yeah. most smoothest way possible. It was Man. some other lines in that, bro. Like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not done yet. Your girl was better in the morning, like a slice of pizza. That's when I had to hit her with the nice to with meet. With the you. nice to meet, <laughs> dog. This so is factor in. That line is very outrageous, especially knowing the story of where Drake literally <laughs> broke up a, a potential marriage because some some uh, I guess he called Shorty and Dude out to chill at his house to work with him or something, and uh, the woman slept with Drake and shit like that, and it was like, bro. That line is even more like, yo, somebody shoot this nigga, G. Somebody Savage. shoot this nigga, G. Let's see. What else he said? Trust this offense. I want to say. I think he's speaking Spanish. Uh, let's see. None of these shits is a dodge. None of this is a facade. Now niggas is going to stop driving dodges, G. Because <laughs> everybody got Everybody niggas, got a dodge thinking they cold. Lately, bro. G niggas be, look, man, I can't catch niggas that have a no niggas have a dodge and just feel like they just cold. But they, they fucking uh Franklin from uh uh Grand Theft Auto Five, bro. Like dog, like, out here in a white dodge, bro. It's like come on, bro. Like let 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 niggas enjoy they dodges peacefully, G. Niggas out here getting Hellcats and SRTs and shit. Let them let them join in peace. Drake knows just knows how to be very disrespectful. Like, come on, man. But really good Drake verse. I enjoyed the song straight start to finish. Uh, shout out to the dude who uh, who had made that very viral beat. Uh, you, you out here getting your uh, royalties from this song. Go ahead and prosper, King. I respect it. Um, but yeah, really good song start to finish. I enjoyed it. Definitely one of the better rap songs of this year. Definitely one of the mm -hmm. better songs. Um, let's go ahead and... Uh, oh yeah, and also just make sure y'all listen to uh, "Beam Me Up," Scotty. Um, it's pretty dope that we get in this mixtape on uh, streaming platforms. C continue to apply pressure to these uh, artists to add add uh, their classic mixtapes to these streaming platforms. Yes, if you have an iPhone or a computer, you can easily just download them to your phone. But let's just make life easier in that way. Less space on our phones, you know. But yeah. And plus, wait, 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 wait. He said, "Trust it's all fun and games until I want to play too." Adios mio, the ice is so frio in the Jesus. 
This is bringing me closer to God. Bro, that line was so clean, bro. Evil. I had to rewind the song. Nigga, evil. That Do that, evil. yo. And I'll be like, man, it be pissing me off, bro. Because I'll be like, how did, how could you sit here and say that this dude is trash, bro? Not even a sound like... Not even a sound like I'm overly capping, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, like, how could you sit here and say, this is, like, quality rap, bro. This is, like, straight hip-hop, like, concrete. You feel me? How can you sit here and say that this dude is garbage, bro? I'm not trying to hear it, bro. Like, Drake I'm not is... not trying to hear it. Drake is one of the best to ever do it, G. And it'd be nice. And you niggas will happen, eventually bro. have to accept the consequences of it. Plain and Mental simple. Mental illness, man. Motherfuckers is sick. Sick in the head, bro. Sick Negroes. Can't understand it. But yeah, so. Shout out to Drake. Didn't uh, to Meek Mill use that beat, though? Didn't Meek Mill he use only, that beat? He dropped a snippet, and he proceeded to not ever drop the song. Meek also dropped a, this is a pandemic, we in the, uh, you in the pandemic, we in the pandemic, we never heard that song. That song never heard the light of day either. So, mm. Meek is just dropping snippets that don't ever come out, and with that being said, I hate you. I really do. <laughs> like, I was like, I remember they said, like, they, uh, he used to be like sometime after he posted the video. <laughs> yep. He proceeded. He, I guess he said, hey, send me that. And dude sent it to him and did nothing for that. And then I guess uh, Drake said, hey, send me that shit. And then proceeded to sit there and say, hey, I'm about to go crazy with this. Dude finna get paid, bro. Yes, he you got just got years. three of Young Money's finest on your three of feet, the best bro. artists. That is three of the best yeah. artists of the of the past decade on your shit, bro, bro. One business move, bro. You just made probably the coldest move of your entire beat making career, bro. Price of the brick has went up for my man, wow. G. Yes, of course. I'm happy for him. Yes, yeah, so, hope he goes hey, on. That's all it's that, hey. All it takes. That's all it takes sometimes, G. So put yourself out there for real. Start making videos. Start putting yourself out there, bro. You never know what could happen. Exactly. Exactly. But um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and move on. Uh let's talk about Khaled's weak ass album. So uh Hey chill. <laughs> look, man, it's about that time we had that damn dialogue, bro. I think it's that time we had the dialogue. About DJ Khaled and these weak ass albums he keep dropping. So, <laughs> and I think, and literally we talked about it outside the pod where I think literally I said this nigga has not his past two or three albums have not been that good at all. <laughs> so let's go ahead and look at Khaled. Khaled, this nigga really has a good album music deal because he really has the fancy little um. You dig on this, uh, yeah, thing. the uh, holographic, you see oh, the holographic you shape, like literally. Woo. I'm like, damn, when they do that, I, I, I did not know. Shout out to his Apple Music deal, G, because this is the only reason why. <laughs> because if cause this shit's a crime, but anyway, so let's go <laughs> ahead and look at Khaled Khaled, Thankful, featuring Lil Wayne and Jeremiah. Decent track, decent Lil Wayne verse. It's good to hear Jeremiah. Cause we know that COVID was about to take him all the way out. Grace of God, mm. man. So thankful is a good opening track. Um, then we got every chance I get with Lil Baby and Lil Dirk. Decent Best track. Best song on the album. Best song on the album. 
and all I know is that clearly I know they got better shit for that for their collab album that they've been hyping up for the past uh month, month and a half. Yeah, so Dirt got clean off, bro. Definitely did. Definitely did. Dirt got clean off. <laughs> Shout out to him. Yeah. So so far, two for two. Big paper with Cardi B, decent track. So three for three. Three for three. Like I say, you got my attention in the early beginning. Then this is where this nigga starts to lose his rabid ass fucking mind. So <laughs> we going crazy featuring her and the Migos. Now me seeing the track list, I'm like, this is probably gonna be a very success or a very horrible experiment. And this is the start of a very horrible experiment with these collaborations that he's doing. Because they don't make no fucking sense. So, <laughs> even though now, I would say the past year, her has been going out her way to do various different sounds. In terms of R&B, yeah. with rappers, all of that. And I respect it, and a lot of it has been really good. Some of it is just like, okay, I see what you're doing, but maybe not. Nah. So, like, it makes, I'm very curious on how her next album, well, her debut album is going to sound because she's been doing a lot of different various stuff but also just shows how fucking talented she is as well so this is one of those times where it's just like her should have just stayed the fuck out and said Khaled I'm not doing this so with that being said her is singing over the day no sample with the Migos mm -mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. now they know is a very classic very, very classic track. A very anthem, down south anthem to me. So, with that being said, I'm not mad at the sample, but the the execution was horrible. Very fucking horrible. Her sound like she don't belong on this. And then the Migos, I was suspecting more out the Migos. It was like, if the Migos heard this, they were like, yeah, we'll do what we can yeah, with that, this. Yeah, that beat was... Uh... It was, it, was, it was crazy because I was like, I haven't heard of a day no sample. Oh, and, like, I mean, we're I mean, at a like, point how, like, where we're going to start hearing samples for a lot of stuff from the mid to late 2000s now. That's where we're at right now. We're going to start hearing samples for like a lot of 2000s, like throughout the whole 2000s now. So that's, we're, a that's where we're at. Beat. That's a classic ass beat, too. Yeah. But it's just, this was a very bad song. I'm just, I hate to, it just, it was a very bad song. Then we got I Did It with Post Malone, Meg Thee Stallion, and other people. This was just an automatic skip because I don't fuck with Post Malone. Yeah, I haven't really heard none from him recently. Probably because I wasn't looking. But I haven't I don't think nobody really looks for Post Malone either, so. But then again, I don't do too much looking for other music anyway. That too. But yeah, so so far we're three for five. Now we're going three for six with Let It Go with Justin Bieber and 21 Savage. Once again, I need DJ Khaled to stop doing music with Post Malone and Justin Bieber. And also, I need Justin <laughs> Bieber to stop doing music with niggas. No offense to Justin Bieber, but it's <laughs> like, bro, stick like you, you. once you start going back to your pop wave, G, we need you to go back, stay there. You can't come back. You just can't. can't come back. You can't. I don't remember how that song sounded. Me neither. So with that being said, he is three for six. Still in the fit shooting 50% in the field. Body in motion with Bryson Tiller, Lil Baby, and some other niggas. 
Um, it's an okay song. Yeah, it was, it was a decent song. I can't be mad at it. Um, so what? Four for seven. But once again, this is not that. This is like a song. It, the, the ball bounced into the hoop a few times and it, it got in. So can't put much credit on it. Number eight, pop star featuring Drake. Drake is a cheat code at this point. It don't count. So moving on. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Drake is a cheat star, code. We, we're not acknowledging Grease and pop star. It's obvious. It's, it's very obvious. Drake. that is, DJ Khaled it's, knows. That's his own category. Look, DJ Khaled knows the uh, streaming algorithm. It's called A. Whatever singles is out previously, add on to the album for streaming numbers. He used Drake last year, early during the pandemic, to drop some hits. We was in the crib, listening to these songs, not knowing what the fuck how Popstar would be in the club, and also how the hell Grease, how lit Grease would be. So in Greece, which I still want to experience one day, because I think it yeah. it would change my life. But with all that being said, those songs will not be acknowledged. And just doing so, matter of fact, and I'm about to sound like an asshole. I'm automatically considering those L's because you're relying right. on Drake. It's like when San Andreas. Oh. It's like how <laughs> it's like how it's like how GTA San Andreas punishes you for using cheat codes. Use too many cheat codes, the game gets out of hand. You can't beat the Mad Dog mission. You can't beat the Mad Dog mission. You might as well restart the game. You cannot <laughs> save Mad Dog from jumping off that building. He's going to die. He is going to die. So deal with it. Anyway, so moving on. This is my year with Boogie with a Boogie with the hoodie. I think that nigga's in jail right now, by the way. Or at least he's facing New York gun charges. He's done. So, so uh, I hope you got a lawyer, my nigga. Whoever else was on this song, I think it was Big Sean and I think Diddy was on this fucking song. I hated this song. So, another, this is another L. Sorry, Not Sorry, featuring Nas, Jay-Z, James Fontaine. This was a decent song. Very decent. The problem is, I had to go 10 songs in to get to here. Hey, Jay Z got clean off. I'm sorry. Greg. He did. Jay Z. He did. Clean off, bro. Like, man, that was that was some decent classic Jay Z. Uh, yeah, like Jay Z's going Jay Z, man. And James Fontaine is the most underappreciated R&B artist uh, out here. He's probably your R&B artist favorite R&B artist. So mm -hmm. I want you niggas to know that. So put some respect on James Fontaine. Nas was Nas. But I'm gonna say this: This should have been within. This should have been like within the top four, top five songs in the album. Like it should have been up there with the first few songs. Cause I'm not no, or should have closed it out. But yeah, yeah, moving on. Justin Timberlake, just be. Once again, you're putting crackers on this album, DJ Khaled. No, it's a new day and age, bro. You know what I'm saying? We don't need we look. Justin Timberlake with no Timberland or Pharrell ain't ain't a hit. Plain and simple. Moving on. Uh, I can have it all. Bryson Tiller, her. Um, this was actually a decent song. Yeah, yeah, that song went crazy. That was a decent song. This was the song. This was the good. This was one of my favorite songs on there. Um, yeah. Grease. Once again, Drake Chico can't honor it. 
and then the uh <laughs> the must the mandatory Jamaica uh DJ Khaled reggaeton Jamaican dance hall uh song where you come from. I don't fuck with these songs. So with that being said, it's another L. So what's your what what are they six for fourteen? Yes. Uh, I mean that's not too bad. It's not too bad, but it it could be way better. It's like the six hits don't hit. What do you think was the um the cause for tonight? You know, for me, for me, it's primarily a lot of the collaborations just didn't hit, or his choice of songs were just very. Mm. Or at least the choice of people he put on the songs was just very whatever, and mm-hmm. I could tell because he little baby was on the album like three four times. He's that's that was his choice of artist because you know little baby's the hottest one of the hottest in the game right now. So it's like okay, I'm about to put little baby on here like three four times because you know niggas will listen to little baby regardless. But he didn't take a full on advantage of some of them, if that makes sense. Like I feel like th- he got. Lil Baby C B versus. Honestly, and I think that's another thing. And that's why I feel like some of these collaborations didn't hit or were or executed poorly. It's also the fact that I feel like artists don't care about being on the DJ Khaled uh album no more. Mm. Like it's I mean, not well, the same. It was it it used to be more of a more of a treat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was more so like a uh, Infinity War or Expendables type of thing, where it's like, oh my god, we got all these different artists on one place. Yeah, but and, and now it, it's it's more of just like a a giant collaboration mm-hmm. project. You know what I'm saying? It was like it used to be like hip hop's version of the We Are the World. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? It, it was like hip hop's version of We Are the World. It's an album with just all these dope artists the hottest artists but now it's i mean it's it's more so like i think just because the music just changed really you know what i'm saying a lot of people are just making a lane for themselves you know what i'm saying without the help of like you know some crazy ass promotion and Mm -hmm. it's just like yo let's just all collab yeah it's like it's that but also it's just like artists i don't think they put forth the same effort like they used to and also, it's probably my main question would be how was DJ Khaled in the studio with most of these artists? So how was he in the studio with most? Of them? If he was in the studio with them, because I feel like that might oh, play a role was. too. Because it's like it's like the energy. It's just like the energy like it's not the same. Every song, every song doesn't sound consistent with the other one. Yeah, it's the consistency, they but sound, also... They all sound like individual songs put in, on an album, created individual. songs, but also individual verses. It's like, like I mean, it's like, okay. Like, nowadays, I don't expect artists to be like, oh, we're going to be in the same studio working on this song. It's not like how it was. It's not the 2000s. It's not the 90s, 80s, and all of that. I mean it in a sense of, okay, this is a DJ Khaled collaboration album. Was DJ Khaled at least present in the studio on hand? Now I I, I don't think prob I don't probably I don't think he was for most of the album though. No. Yeah, 
because I think he probably had a hand in the production and probably said, ooh, I could imagine, ooh, we're going to put the yeah. Migos on this song because it's they know. So Atlanta's hottest artist. Cool, it's going to work. I probably would put Lil Baby on there to keep it G real because I think Lil Baby would have killed this shit. But I've been like, okay, and then we're going to throw her on there to sing it. Like, nigga, you fucking smoking crack? And then he just sends it to him. Like, it's like, it probably, like, it's kind of, I was kind I see what you're saying. Um, I was, I was kind of rocking with that song. Not, you know, not super hard, but it was like, I saw the vision. I saw the innovativeness, if that's a word. Yeah. Like, I kind of, I kind of saw it in that song. It didn't really, it was, it was something different. I'm not gonna lie. It was, it was something. It was I unorthodox. That's that's, that's an example was, of just like sometimes everybody might need to be in the studio together to make it work. But man, people are recording in their cribs. Like yeah, this. I know. Like I and like but the, the pandemic played a role right in here. This. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, that's how it is now. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. The game the game is changing. Everybody's not meeting in the studio yeah. together. Yeah, I know that. And I normal. and I get that. But it's like for something like like that song specifically, it could have been so much better if maybe they were all in there together. And like stuff like I I know how it is nowadays, literally. I see you, um, you, Dante, um, a few other artists. Literally, I could just make the shit at home and move on. Like, shit, we, literally, we see Drake freaking trying to finish up CLB, and he's just sitting there like, hey. <laughs> like, you know? So, yeah. it, how easy it is just to be like, all right, now send that to so-and-so, and let me know when I get the vocals. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, sometimes, I think it's more, and like, sometimes you could just, when you take those type of steps, it's probably for the greater good. Or for the execution, maybe. Because it's like, once you get the vocals in, you kind of have them. And it'd be, like, it's different than, like, live telling you, hey, re-record that this way. You know? Yeah. So that way, and then also just more input-output, you know. Stuff like that. That's just what I mean. And I think... No, I agree. I definitely agree. And Um, I think that's why... DJ Khaled's albums are starting to lose that luster because he's probably not always present in the studio to probably give, like, to make his vision really fully come to life instead of, okay, hopefully they see what I want and all of that. Especially if you're going to be the executive producer, producer of most of the album, you kind of know what you want. And it's like, yeah. you just hope they execute. It's kind of like, I'm a coach. It's kind of like how Steve Nash and take turns to threes from the ring real quick. It's kind of like how Steve Nash probably tells the Brooklyn Nets, hey, Kyrie, James Harden, Kevin Durant, I want you to do this on offense. They don't because yeah. they fucking Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and James Harden. Fuck you. We're going to do what the fuck we want to do, and we're still going to win these games. And guess what? They still winning games. It's less all that matter at the end of the day. So, but yeah, so it's just kind of like that. Like, but yeah. it is what it is. College dropped another mid album. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about. The, um, do you think the pandemic has something to do with that? That too. Yeah. 
Because, like, even though these rappers, artists could easily travel, <laughs> just keep it G real. And also, DJ Khaled, it wasn't like DJ Khaled lives in, was living in a state where mugs couldn't come to Florida. Because, nigga, we literally saw Florida being a hotbed of COVID and Atlanta being a hotbed of COVID. So, yeah, straight up. So, yeah, it's like it played a role, but it's not like, nigga, the only person who were really hindered was probably Drake and Justin Bieber because they live in Canada. So they actually have to pull plugs to come to the States. And they could do that because they're rich and famous. Have more power. Yeah. So, but like I even feel like then, the pandemic has something to do with it, definitely because yeah. I don't know. It just changed a lot of people's mindsets and routines, mm-hmm. and how they how they maneuver throughout you know their business or whatever. We all found a very convenient and lazy way, and efficient way of doing a lot of things throughout this pandemic. I feel like that definitely had a part to play. Yeah, in it. Yeah, no lies told. And like when it comes to that, it's just like it is what it is. That's why I think like it's a lot of music that's just sitting <laughs> right now, and, the, and yeah. it's just and like nothing we can do about that. Honestly, shit. Like, but let's go ahead and talk about um, the People's Champ, um, J Cole. He dropped a new project. New album. Uh, it's the beginning of his retirement uh, plan, as far as from I can tell, because I remember yeah, exactly. Let's put the quotations on that. Thoth season. So, um, all I'm gonna say is that I'm gonna start off with this. Shout out to J Cole. I've been a fan since the warm up. That was what, 2008, 2009. I was in high school, so sophomore, junior well, J. year. J. Cole got a moving uh, album cover on Apple Music as well. It's not moving for me. Oh, yeah, it the is smoke, moving. Oh, see, is I see moving. it. Okay. Hey, see? Hey, shout out to Yo, Apple, how man. do I get that, bro? It's possible because I know, I know Tidal and Spotify, um, they do that too for some artists. Because I know. smooth. Like I know, uh, when Uzi dropped um, last year, um, he he had one, but what's for Apple? I think it was only on Tidal and Spotify that it moved. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so some artists like I think some, I think it's only for certain artists as of right now. But keep working your way up, you get there, man. So hey, but yeah, so shout out to J Cole. Um, been a fan since. 2008 2009 the warm-up i was like yo this shit fire i was like cool stuck around with the guy seen him come up seen him make it see him do songs with drake see him do a lot of great things be one of the one of, become one of the big three of rap of our era for rap seen him make some bullshit projects seen him rise and fall this is one of my favorite J. Cole projects. This is up there with Forest. Mm. It's, it's not better than Forest Hill Drive. Oh, no. It's not better than oh, Forest no. Hill Drive. But I'm putting this up there in terms of this is a top three Cole project. After three listens. Is KOD up there? 
this this beats KOD to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, KOD has some skits. I'm saying, is K- this is KOD up there though. Is it like is it top three? KOD's not in my top three. It was, and that was more because of force. <laughs> but I really, really like KOD. I already told you about how I feel about KOD. I'm not gonna get into that conversation. Yeah. But I really do like KOD. Like really, KOD is not like bad. It's not bad. But it has some skips on there where it's just like this is absolutely pointless. And it goes to my point of J. Cole where he listened to his bullshit ass fans, aka the I call him the the Forest Hill Drive clan of fans because they kind of ruined them. Uh the uh, outro. Didn't uh, have to have an outro. That would have been a ten out of ten album. No, it's not even because the outro. outro. He needed huh? some. He needed specific features for that album that would have probably made it hit better. I I would argue that without that outro, if you listen to everything from the first track to Window Pane, it's it's flawless. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna cap. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's I, I no problem. I have no qualms. No. <clears throat> oh, it could have been like this. I mean, he ain't had no features on the album, did he? No, no, no. He did. He had, he had no features. He had no features. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying about, you know, the Cole listen to his fans and, and having no features. To me too. But I listened to that album from start to finish, and it was just like a movie. It was perfectly put together. Like, he was definitely in a dope mindset when he made the album. And my only problem is just that last, it's just the outro. That's my only problem. I wish he never put that on there. I wish that was just like a random song on YouTube, like that nobody dies or something like that. You know what I'm saying? He could have did that if you had to make that song. You could have just dropped it on YouTube, you know, so the Cole fans could laugh at the Little Pump fans or something. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's fan service. I get it. Mm-hmm. But to me, it really it 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 threw off the um the entire vibe of the album. I get what you it, mean. It really did. It was like after Family Guy went off and the boring uh, Adult Swim uh, shows come on that you skipped (laughs) until the anime came on. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, it just, it was completely unnecessary. But other than that, that album was perfect to me. I get what you mean. Like, I I like the concept of it, but over time, especially like. I mean, I would feel, because the, um, did uh for your ass only did that did that have features too? That had no features either. Yeah, and that to me is um, the worst project. I feel like that was more fan service. For your ass only was more was more so like for the fans, but KOD was a great step up from. Yeah, that's uh, why it's like it was a good step up. Drive. Yeah, but also like I said, I, KOD's not a bad album. I love the concept because the concept in itself was really good. But also, like when I when I go back and listen to it fully, it's a few skips, cringy sk- skips to me. Like where is really? like, eh, like yeah, like let me look at the track list. Um, like songs I know I outright don't listen. Like the only songs I know I listen to on a consistent basis. Um, Kod, photograph. I don't listen to the cutoff. Atm. I have to be in the mood. Motivate. Hold on. Nope. Don't listen to Motivate. Fuck that song. 
Kevin's Heart. It was cool at the time, but I don't listen to that no more. Brackets is still fire. Brackets was cold. Brackets is really fucking cold. Once an addict. I don't know which one. It's an interlude. Well, that's but the songs aren't really that long, and it's only 12 songs. Yeah. And skip the last song, that's 11 songs. And the theme, uh, the Choose Wisely theme and everything, every, it, it was, damn, that shit was just so concise. I'm not concise, consistent and concise. Consistent and concise, You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like I said, I like the theme of the album. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I don't really replay it a lot. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but I mean I'm an artist. I kind of listen to music differently than like a, yeah, just course, a yeah. consumer. But at the same time, I don't really play a lot. But that at uh in a, at a certain stage, replay value does isn't necessarily the only thing you could judge a piece of work from. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because it's a lot of things that I've only heard like once or twice. But when I heard, it, I was like, "Yo, that's a solid song." You know what I'm saying? That's a solid album. Um, but yeah, I feel like he—I feel like he was—I feel like he did what he had to do when he left, and then came back for track twelve and did some unnecessary shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like track twelve was caught is like the because it's part of his retirement package, retirement package. Let's so. SoundCloud or something. So yeah, so it's just like I get what you mean because he calls it the intro to the fall off, which is supposed to be his last project. So we're we're well on the road to that, even though we're probably not gonna get that till next year. But anyway, um, so yeah, so he drops the off season, so we're we're well on the retirement plan. Um, like I said, I like it. Top three cold project to me. Number one being Forest Hill Drives. I still, uh, I put, this might be number two. Uh, this might be my number two. It might, I might, I might be two? tripping. I might be tripping. Damn. This number might be two? my number two. And then well, I'm going to put the warm up. No, no, I'm putting Friday Night Lights on Tweaking. What do you put uh, Born Center? Born Center is number five. But Curious like it's it's, it's it's with KOD, it's with KOD. Like I okay, Born Center was nice. Like Born Center is really good. Like I I could okay, I can listen to Born Center start to finish better than I can KOD now. But I know KOD's the better project because some of the if I was just sit there and point out certain songs, some of those songs are stronger than the songs on Born Center. But I think Born Center. I just like how it flows, if that makes sense. I literally just added Forbidden Fruit to my playlist. I Forbidden like Fruit is a really fucking great song. That song uh, is awesome. That's like, a that song. is a really fucking great song. I love, uh, even though I think that's, uh, J. Cole did not give us a Kendrick verse on there. I think it's a um, huge sin, excuse me, a huge sin that we don't have a Kendrick verse to that, but it be that way sometimes. But like, I love Born Center, like Villa, Villa Illuminati, Fire, uh, Land of the Snakes is one of my favorite songs, and plus I love the uh, the oh, sample. Oh, Power Trip, yeah, Power Trip. Power Trip, like I think we was talking about the other day, is a J Cole's best single ever, one of his best singles. Um, and plus it was a vibe. 
Um, Mo Money, that's an interlude. I don't normally count interludes. Trouble is fire. Runaway is fire. She knows is really good. Rich Niggas is fire. Forbidden Fruit fire. Chaining Day is probably the weakest song on on here. Um, wait. Did I have that? Yeah, I think, yeah. Chaining Day is probably one of the weaker albums. I mean, songs on the album. Um, Crooked Smile. It's okay. Um, that song not, got outplayed for me. It got outplayed to hell. That That's probably why I just feel so hell. indifferent about it. Like it's a skip, but if like if it, if I was to hear it and shuffle, I skip it. If I'm listening to the album, I leave it alone. Yeah. I leave it alone, but I I'm probably zoning it out in my head. You know, um, let Nas down is such a hilarious <laughs> song, but I respect it. Born Center is a really good song. Miss America, and I think this is the bonus edition. Miss America was decent. New York Times with Fifty was decent. Uh, and I don't remember these other three, four songs. So I never really bothered to listen to them. But yeah, but Born Center is really freaking good. Like it's five, but it's not a bad five. Like it's, it's respectable. So, but yeah. So anyway, new album, off season. Starts off on 95 South. When I heard the Dipset sample, I thought this nigga <laughs> yeah. was about to go fucking nuts. Well, he did go fucking nuts on the song. And then I heard Cam. And Cam is one of my favorite rap personalities. I ain't going to say, like, oh, he's my favorite rapper, X, Y, and Z. No, it's, it's not that. But he is one of my favorite rap personalities. Cam is iconic yeah. in that aspect, and has one of the Cam greatest. Ron, and has one of the greatest flows out. Yeah, Cameron, Cameron and crazy. Yeah, Cameron just hyping it up. So I'm thinking like, oh, she was about to get a Cam verse. Oh, yeah, it's about to go fucking nuts. And then he just kept talking. I'm gonna say, nigga, please rap. But in the midst of this, <laughs> J Cole was rapping his goddamn ass off, rapping his ass off, G. And it, it kind of set a good tone for the album. Because he was legit rapping his fucking ass off this whole album over a really fucking great beat. So, mm -hmm. I love 95 South. Uh, Amari rapping, pretty much consistency with this album, he's rapping his ass off. Of course. So, regardless, like, that's going to be, I'm not going to just keep saying it. Amari, really good track. Uh, well, he produced. Uh, My Life with Jay, uh, 21 Savage. Really freaking good. Um, twenty one got off. Um, him and him and twenty one make a good. Like, yeah, I was they, just thinking that like they they make a good uh a good collab. Yeah, and like like they bring the best out of each other, and like that's a prime example. I feel like they just they have a, they have a lot of fun, uh, just rapping and feeding off each other. Their chemistry is nice. Yeah, they have a really good chemistry. And it's, and it's a prime ex and prime example, kids, as Shug Knight once used to once say, prime example, kids, sometimes it's good to work with other people. See? But anyway, <laughs> next, applying pressure. Nigga fucking spast. <laughs> yeah. Nigga fucking spast. So nothing else to add. Beat with fire, too. Uh, Punching the clock was decent. I don't have no problems with punching the clock. A uh, hundred mil featuring uh boss was decent. Um, 
Pride is the devil with little baby. Cold. That was a really cold track. Like that's gonna get a lot of play. That's gonna get a lot of play because you know niggas love little baby. But um. Way go. Yeah, nice little summer track. Um, let go my hand. Was this the track I skipped? With black. I like black. It's a decent track. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it a decent track. Like it's decent. I ain't gonna. Uh, interlude, skip. I didn't like it when you dropped it as a single. I still don't like it. Damn. Skip. Skip, skip. Yeah, whatever. It's whatever to me. So that <laughs> that's the one skip. It's the only. It's like it's the one solid skip where it's like automatic L. Um, the climb back. Make sure I'm thinking these songs correctly. Turn up your oh, Climbback was fire. Like, Climbback was really good. That's that's Vintage Cole. That's Vintage Cole. So, I have no problems with that. Um, Close. I believe I skipped that song, too. Let me refresh my memory. Yeah, I skipped that shit. Um, wasn't rocking with that. And uh, Hunger on the Hillside. Oh yeah, I rock with hunger on the hillside. That was decent. Decent it's it's an okay outro, but it's not it could have been better. But um Ten for twelve. I wouldn't necessarily say um I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm gonna listen to this album every day all the way through. Um But I would say from track one to twelve I feel like it's a pretty solid album, and it's yeah. like very consistent. Um, I didn't necessarily, I didn't necessarily have any skips. Um, I kind of rock with every song, honestly. But then again, I'm always listening from an artist's perspective, so I have an artist bias. <laughs> uh, I, I, but I honestly didn't ha- have any skips. Mm-hmm. I listened to every song all the way through, and I was like. I saw his vision. I saw what he was trying to do, and it was cool. I like the collabs he got on here. I like the features. I feel like they all fit. You know what I'm saying? He got he got his songs. He got some features on there. He got and the variety of the features too is what I really like. Yeah, it just makes it sound more like a just a well-rounded project. Exactly. That's what I was saying because this and it's like that's why it's like thirty-nine minutes. Yeah. Well, of course, concise as hell. Like now, like niggas, it's like literally albums ain't ain't hours and twenty minutes long no more. No more at all. I remember in the days when I used to be able to uh, make work go by quickly by listening to certain albums. Cause I, I know that motherfucker like give give me an album minutes. that came out any any album in the two thousands. Just give me an album from two thousands. We're gonna look at how long yeah. it was. Give me an album. It don't matter. Give me an album from two thousand. From two thousands. Yeah. Uh, Carter two. Carter two. The Carter two is twenty two songs, one hour and seventeen minutes. That's actually not bad. Mm-mm. That's not bad for twenty two songs. Cause twenty two songs now could probably be freaking fifty minutes. Yeah, possibly. Okay. And, and Carter these, two had skits on lists, it too. The, when these track lists started going past twelve. The music industry was never the same, bro. 
consistently passed. Consistently passed twelve at that. These mugs is hitting thirty. Oh my gosh! With a deluxe, I like for deluxe edition coming out two weeks later. So technically, it's like like thirty five new songs. What the hell? Like nigga, you're giving me. On one hand, on one hand, I like it because of the work ethic. You know, you always gotta build your catalog because this is how you make money. Then on the other side, it's like back to how easy it is to record music now, and with the the um you know your status and whatever, you kind of have some leeway with what you you know are able to put out. Because now they're just buying it because of your brand. I mean, once your brand gets established, you know what I'm saying? You can kind of like be a little bit smooth with what you release. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, people need to always make sure they're bringing it 110% with everything that they produce. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to give us 24 songs and then a deluxe with five extra songs or damn near 30 songs, it needs to be 30 of your best work. Yeah, and not saying that you need to, you know, take it so serious, but just make sure quality over quantity. Make sure you got that like at the forefront, and you know what I'm saying, doing all this. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. And part a lot of that goes into the fact that we're in a streaming era, where and where literally we and Drake Drake is fucking guilty of this, regardless how we feel about. It. He's he's kind of the main culprit of it, where. It's like, okay, most of these people are not going to put this full album on their playlist. It's a good chance that they're going to probably put, the for at least some artists, a minimum five. They're going to pick five out of this 20. I'm going to pick the song that I'm like, yo, I want to hear that again. See? Like, That's yo, going to your playlist. You know and what I'm like, saying? I could, I could say, oh, this song was good and not add it to my playlist. But that, that doesn't too. mean the song wasn't good. It's just, am I going to listen to this again continuously? Mm-hmm. And like for me, if I like a song, I'm just gonna throw it in my playlist. That's just me just keeping it G real. It may not, it may not even be. I a skip, good... I skip songs that's in my playlist sometimes. So yeah, me too. I need like, to know, shit. like, I'm a, I'm gonna listen to this if I'm if I'm gonna add it to my playlist. Yeah, like I do the same thing. Like, hold on, my main playlist. Right. It has what? How many fuck? It's take forever to load. That just saw how many fuck songs is on this bitch. Hold on, let me see how many songs is on here. It's gonna take me a minute to scroll all the way to the damn bottom, cause I have a lot of shit. Cause I listen to I a lot of shit. I got four hundred and forty six songs on my playlist. So my, playlist my main is playlist. Seven hours and one minute. My main playlist. This is my playlist where it's all the songs I like, songs I grew up on, things I like currently, songs I. Like every like me, I, that's why I yeah. call it Chris J Tings the playlist. So right. I have and I quote four thousand a hundred and eighty two songs, two hundred and sixty hours and nineteen minutes of music. So this is my main playlist. This has everything that I ever like, anything that influenced me, all of that. So that way, it's, this is all in one spot. And yeah, then, that's yeah, how I, I have, did my playlist. So then, I got, got everything that I like. I got my music. I got, um, like you said, stuff that you like, stuff you grew up on, influenced you. My homies' music be on here. You know what I'm saying? If I yeah. rock with it. And then, 
And then I have a, and then like I have a playlist for like R and B music. I have a playlist of like just your shit specifically, stuff like that. So do you have a full? Do you do you have an entire album on your playlist? Uh, to keep it G real, I have a few of them. Yes, I have. I put shotgun. I got Hendrix, shotgun, uh, no ceilings, um. Um, what was the name of Dirk's album? Which one? Just, just cause y'all waited to. I got that whole uh, Purple Rain. Um, I'm just naming a whole project. I got um, nothing was the same. Um, trilogy. Uh, how many songs is on uh, Young Thugs, Young Stoner Life? Um, they had like. It looks like I got the songs? whole album on here. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten songs from that album on my playlist. Ooh. That was a good ass album, bro. It was a really good project. Um but yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Graduation. Yeah, I, I got albums on my playlist. Yeah, like I know I I got Dana every Drake album except views and <clears throat> more life I have and Scorpion I have the full album and thank you later so what so that's nothing what's the same take care i have the full albums uh ds2 dirty sprite 2 i have the full thing but i bought that so that's gonna be there regardless um the last three chris brown albums i have in full and that's a lot of music in itself that's like 150 songs of music roughly um Dana, every future album I have in full. Album, yeah. Album and mixtape I have in full. I just do. I have the full Carter two. Every Kendrick album I have in full. Then after that is just hit or miss. But like, but yeah, like it's just the where we at now is just like niggas gonna be like, well. As long as I have something in the playlist, it's going to count towards a string towards my album. And if they listen to it enough, it works. So that's why. And it's just, but like, I agree with what you said, though. Sometimes it's just, I really hope that we do get back to quality over quantity because I, it's just kind of overloading. It's really freaking overloading in a sense because it's just like, I think. Because it's, it's a numbers game now. Yeah, it's it's always been a numbers game, but. It's an even bigger numbers game. Yeah. Like, it's even bigger. So, it's just... I just really hope artists just kind of do give us more concise projects. Because it it will... It it makes it easier to really sit there and be like, okay, this was a really freaking good album. It can make a difference between a really great... Okay, let's use this. It, it can make a difference between a really great album... To maybe a classic, to just a damn man. If this was like, if this, if he took seventy songs out and made it fifteen or thirteen songs, it it. But with these extra seven eight songs, that's like really throwaway filler. It's like it makes it feel like yeah, it's just it's a good album because like conciseness makes it feel like more cohesive that makes sense yeah it's like more what's the word concentrated yeah it's not all over the damn place yeah because like i don't need to know 
that you recorded that we I don't need to hear every single song that you recorded while trying to make the album. Right. Because exactly. that's literally that's why I think the, I view the deluxe album thing as okay. Here is all thirty five songs that I recorded. <laughs> right. All thirty five. <laughs> you're going to hear the first week I dropped this. You're going to hear the album in itself, even though it's twenty two songs. Then next week, I'm going to give you another 13. So, nigga, like, bro, you gave me another album (laughs) to listen to damn near. (laughs) Like, and it's like, it. and deluxe albums used to be legit just two, three extra songs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, usually it's, like, not that many. But nowadays, it's, like, side A, side B. Literally. uh, Sometimes it don't even be a legit side B. (laughs) Like, I think the only person who legit did a deluxe album concept that I like was Uzi when he did uh, uh, Love versus Revenge 2 or whatever the fuck it was called when he dropped uh, his shit last year. That was the only one that I was like, okay, it's a totally different, it's like a side B, and it felt like one. Basically. It felt like a diss too. Basically. That's what it was. So it's just like... It's, an, it's a dope concept. It's kind of getting... Uh, it's getting out of hand now. Yeah, it's getting out of hand, and it's just I really, really wish artists could just like I understand you want the streaming numbers, you just want more people to check your project out. I mean, like honestly, that. even I wanted to do that. Like do rag season, I wanted that to be like shit twenty songs, but I mean it's fourteen. But and this might be the case for some artists. I'm not just gonna sit here and say, oh, everybody's just worried about the streaming numbers. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to just have a body, just a a huge a body, body of work. Of work. Yeah. It's like an accomplishment. You're like, damn, like I really put my all into all these songs. It feels mm-hmm. good. You know what I'm saying? I would like to imagine that every artist in, uh, not every artist, I don't know, but most of the artists, they still have that, that feeling inside them after you complete a song. You know what I'm saying? That, I don't know, it's, it's like a spark or something. You yeah. just want to have a bunch of music. You feel me? It's like a, a athlete. You want to have a bunch of trophies based off your performance. Like, your, honestly, your song is like a trophy. Like, you get a Grammy off of it. That's cool. But your song is to it's a trophy in the in and of itself. Yeah, and that's that's definitely one good way to look at it, especially. So it's just like for me, just at the end of the day, like it's different ways to look at it, like. It is what it is. You can play it to the, it's the fact that streaming, it's easier to drop music nowadays because literally there was a point where literally you had to drop an album. <laughs> now yeah. it's like, you can artists get off of a single and that single could be popping for the entire year through mm-hmm. summertime, you, winter, spring and fall. It's out of order, but you get the picture. Yeah. And you nah, don't ever have to drop an album. Nowadays. You don't have to drop an album until maybe a year or two later. You can drop a mixtape, get famous off that, and then five or six years later, you can drop your debut album. Exactly. The game has changed. <laughs> yeah, game change. But yeah, it's easy to drop music. It's just, it is what it is. It's one way to look at it. It's funny J. Cole brought us to this conversation, but shout out to J. Cole. You dropped a good project. We appreciate it. Um, One last thing before we... uh. Last piece of news to really talk about. Uh, Drake has been picked by Billboard as the 2010s Artist of the Decade. Um, 
I feel like it's a very easy ass decision. The man carried the twenty tens. He has had multiple successful projects. Every pro- I think every album he dropped was successful to an extent. I still think "Thank Me Later" and "Scorpions" booty cheeks, but at the same time, success. He was successful on the Billboard charts itself. He uh, the hottest artist consistently. The only other person who I felt you can say was like on his nuts would be Beyonce. Mm-hmm. That's the only person, but. Drake gravitates to both sexes. Yeah. And demographics. In a whole fucking country. In his country. <laughs> That's what I said. In a whole fucking country. <laughs> so it's like. It's. It, he yeah. has a. That's I think. And I think that's why. He got it over Beyonce. Because Beyonce has a very strong case. Because I'm pretty sure. I'm, I wouldn't even bother to look at what some of the arguments of other people were, but I'm pretty sure Beyonce had a strong case, but Drake mm-hmm. literally held down the entire decade. Yeah, like definitely. Entire decade. I wasn't, I, obviously I wasn't, um, I didn't disagree with that decision. I'm here for it. All in. Yeah, um, we were saying that before they even uh did this. Exactly. He was the artist of decade. He been saying that before they even. Yeah, he this. knows it. So, shout out to Drake. That's a that's a huge accomplishment. Can't take that from him. I'm happy for him. Also, oh man, we can definitely can end it. And Drake isn't. I mean, not Drake. I mean, Jay Z is in a uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. So shout out to Jay Z for that. And that's that's a that's huge so accomplishment. Cool. And like we already know, he's literally the undisputed goat of rap. I mean, goat when it comes to rap, hip hop. But it's just it's dope that he's getting his getting this type of acclaim while he's alive. Man, that's so wrong. That's cool. Yeah. So, rap been winning all this week. So shout out to Jay Z for getting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Shout out to Drake for getting a Billboard's Artist of the Decade. Very well deserved uh, accomplishments. And it's good to see that rap is winning. And it's dope to see black music winning out here, too. So, But, yeah, so let's go ahead and end the episode. Um, make sure you copy some Utweaking Media merch, www.utweakingmedia.net. Still got free shipping going on. $10 off for UTM Vibes. Uh, next month, I will have a new promo code uh, made strictly for the month of June because it's Juneteenth. That is nigga month, so I mean nigga day. So I'm gonna have something for the entire month in regards to Juneteenth. Once I think of the code, the I will definitely update it then. But ten dollars off, we get ten uh, UTM vibes. Ten dollars off, free shipping. UTM ships. Um, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, we got plenty, plenty of plenty of plenty for you guys to watch on there. We got a homeboy Cam. He's going crazy with the uh, gameplay commentary. With uh, Near and Returnal. So check that out. And we got plenty of other podcasts like the Black Otakus and Threes from the Ring. New Threes from the Ring should be up as well. So make sure y'all check that up. Uh, check that out. Black Otakus will be up by next week. And of course, old episodes of Timeless Vibes as well to check out. 
And make sure if you uh, listen to us on the audio side of teens, make sure you subscribe, share. Please share. Share is how we're going to get bigger. And that's how we're going to start making money so I can sit there and do my friends dirty like Joe Budden did his friends. I wouldn't do that, though. <laughs> I thought but, we was going to go discuss that. No, 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 no reason that was yeah, I, I, my, my, my thing is I was just going to make it a joke for, at the at the beginning or end of every podcast this week. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, funny. so as founder of Utuki Media, I have the option to do my friends dirty, but I'm a very nice guy. The worst I might do is inject them with COVID needles, but that's a different story in itself. But um, thanks for listening. <laughs> you can't give them that joke without the context, bro. <laughs> and look, okay, one final thing for we. So all of this past week, I don't know why. I was just on some bored shit. I'm like, they watch some Suge Knight videos, G. And it was a video of him on Jimmy Kimmel. So, me and Chaz already got this joke where uh, we know uh, Suge Knight injected a nigga easy with AIDS. But just seeing the interview of him on Jimmy Kimmel where he admitted to it in the most devious way where he sitting on the couch, legs crossed, orange jumpsuit, talking about he just got out of jail that Smoke day, him. I believe. Smoked a fucking cigar on live television. Jimmy Kimmel has a bulletproof vest on. He, he asked Jimmy Kimmel, why you have this bulletproof vest on? Anyway, fast forward. So then he says, hey, kids. This is, technology is different nowadays. And kids, you don't want to go to jail. So this is what we do. This is what the streets do now. They find a nigga of AIDS. They take his blood, put into a needle, inject other niggas with it, and then proceeds to sit there and say, yeah, man, it's fucked up. Wipe the bam. It's that easy e thing. Laughs. That's, so, that's some diabolical shit. Laughs. Smiles. Smoke cigar. <laughs> Everybody's just looking like. Did he really just say that? This man just admitted into murdering Easy E, bro, on live television. He confessed. He confessed <laughs> and did not go back to jail until oh, he did other crimes. Decade a decade later, Suge Knight is an evil person. People, remember, kids, don't be like Suge Knight. But just know if don't you do come, your uh, business partners, former business partners with uh, COVID needles, exactly, AIDS syringes, exactly. It's, it's a very <laughs> evil thing to do. But also, don't That's be like Joe Budden and uh, don't show your friends the uh, the money con the money within their contracts. So, transparency is very important. All your friendships. But either way, it is what it is when it comes to that. But thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. And we'll uh, talk to you guys later. Shit.